0: for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news you are tuned in
1: to mining stock daily now reporting from the clear Creek digital studios in Denver Colorado here's your host Trevor Hall good morning everybody welcome back to the mining stock daily morning briefing I'm Trevor Hall
0: and I'm Paul Harris
1: Today is Monday, June twenty seventh. Recording from Denver, Colorado, home of the new Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. That was one fun postseason to watch. Happy for the happy for the boys down there at Ball Arena. Uh, Paul, you live in Columbia, so you don't even know what hockey is.
0: Yeah, no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) All right.
1: Last week, gold was pushed down from eighteen fifty per ounce area to as low as eighteen seventeen on Friday morning before bouncing to close at 1830. The Mining Stock Journal said that two price spikes higher on perceived backpedaling by the Fed on its monetary policy were rejected aggressively by the price management team in the New York paper gold market. However, the newsletter added that gold still closed above the 1800-1820 support area, and it remained in an uptrend stretching back to March of 2021. Silver also systematically has taken was taken lower last week from $22 per ounce to as low as $20.55 before bouncing to close out the week at $21.12. The Money Stock Journal said that while the struggle to break through $22 persists, silver managed to hold nicely above the $20 mark. The gold-silver ratio closed the week at 86.64 and established a lower high on the daily chart. The ratio had hit a 23-month high in early May. It will be bullish for the sector if that gold-silver ratio heads lower.
0: The mining stocks were savagely brutalised last week, with the GDX having now the entire 40% raise that occurred from the end of January to mid-April erased. The Mining Stock Journal said the mining stocks are as cheap relative to the S&P 500 as at any time in the last 20 years. The newsletter said that it expects a jaw-dropping rally in the precious metals sector, to start sometime between now and the end of September, so set your watches. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor.
1: This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran Copper is a lower risk copper developer with a significant exploration potential on private land just south of Phoenix in an infrastructure rich area of Arizona. The Cactus Project PEA illustrates an 18-year mine life, generating $1 billion post-tax free cash flow. It is a scalable, low-capital intensity project with strong leverage to the copper price. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have long-standing track records of successful project delivery in North America, complemented by global capital markets expertise. You can read more about the company at ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Caliber Mining reported additional drill results from its Pantheon North Zone within the Lyman Mine Complex in Nicaragua. Highlights included 5.6 meters grading 66 grams per tonne gold and included 2.3 meters grading 167.27 grams per tonne. The results, one kilometer from the Pantheon underground mine area, are considerably higher grade than expected, given the underground reserve grade at Pantheon is just over 7 grams per ton. Caliber recently completed a VTEM geophysical survey, which clearly demonstrates an opportunity for additional discovery and resource expansion along both the Pantheon and Santa Pancha vein trends as the VTEM resistivity low-high contact has been traced for over 6 kilometers from current drilling. Calibre mining trades on the TSX under CXB and on the OTCQX under CXBMF.
0: Roskan Gold announced new drill results at both Candioli North and DC, which are both a part of the Greater Candioli Project in West Mali. At Candioli North, the gold mineralization envelope has been extended 125 meters beyond the current pit limit of 150 meters depth. Results there included 7.62 grams per tonne gold over 10 meters and 1.03 grams per tonne over 26 meters. At DC, the gold extension continues to grow with mineralized intervals in the fresh rock along several distinct mineralized loads. Results there included 3.04 grams per tonne gold over 12 meters, which also included 19.12 grams per tonne over one meter. There was also 5.94 grams per tonne over 4 metres, which included 18.57 grams per tonne over 1 metre. Roscan Gold trades on the TSXV under ROS and on the OTCQB under RCGCF.
1: GCM Mining announced multiple intercepts from the latest 32 diamond drill holes for just over 8,000 metres, the 2022 in-mine and near-mine drilling programs at its Segovia operations in Antiquia, Colombia, as well as a further 28 diamond holes for just under 8,000 meters from its brownfield drilling programs. Highlights included 88 centimeters grading 271 grams per ton gold and 142.9 grams per ton silver in hole 47 on the 450 vein at the El Silencio mine, and 30 centimeters grading 146.3 grams per ton gold and 712 grams per ton silver in Hole 35 at the Sandra K Teco vein in the Sandra K Mine. The 2022 campaign has 10 rigs for up to 67,000 meters focused on replacing mining production and organic growth through resource conversion to expand reserves. GCM Mining trades on the TSX under GCM and on the OTCQX with TPRFF.
0: Canada Nickel Company announced assay results from two holes from its Reed property which confirmed the same mineralogy as its flagship Crawford project. Highlights included 354 metres grading 0.24% nickel including 15 metres grading 0.39% nickel. Reed, which is 16 kilometres from Crawford, has a larger geophysical footprint than Crawford, where a resource update is expected in early July. Canada Nickel Company trades on the TSXV under CNC and on the OTCQX under CNIKF.
1: Baseload Energy provided an update on their diamond drilling program on the Ikeo uranium discovery on the Hook project that's within the Athabasca Basin of Saskatchewan. Hole 65 intersected a total of 81 meters of composite mineralization, including 1,057 CPS over 52.3 meters. This is the second best hole on the project, according to the company. That's because hole 52 now hit the top of the ranks with 30 meters of 2,677 CPS. Since announcing the start of the program back in February, Baseload has completed 61 holes for over over 17,000 meters. 33 of the 61 holes have intersected continuously elevated radioactivity, according to the company. Baseload trades on the TSXV with FIND and on the OTCQB with BSENF. That concludes the morning briefing today. Paul, it's nice to have you back. You've been on the road way too long.
0: It is, and uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the saddle.
1: Yes, uh, he was up in the Yukon doing the Yukon tours. Now he's back in Columbia. I can only imagine what that travel schedule was like over the weekend <laughs> <Don't ask>. <laughs> <laughs> that concludes today's morning briefing the mining stock daily morning briefing is produced by clear creek digital and investment research dynamics mining stock journal it is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the junior mining network Lots to come up today with a lot of updates and geopolitical news with discussions from some of our friends here on the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall.
0: And I'm Paul Harris.
1: Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.